What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Century, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Bleacher Report's uh, recent list of the five bi biggest disappointments early in the NFL season. We do have a bear listed on there. It's probably not the one that you think. We're going to get into all that, plus who to look out for on that Houston Texans team so they won't do damage against the Chicago Bears. We got all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So Bleach Report came out with a list today of the biggest disappointments in the NFL early in the season. So we're going to go down the list. We got a bear to talk about on this list, but we're going to start off. First up is Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. He's been hugely disappointed. If you guys watch more than just Bears uh, football, I know some people are just Bears fans. There's nothing wrong with that. But yes, Matt Ryan has been largely disappointing. Cam Akers, the running back from the Los Angeles Rams, was listed on that list as well. But then we get to the Chicago Bear that's listed on here, and that's Darnell Mooney, the wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, as you guys all know. Rounding out the list, though, Kyle Pitts, the tight end from uh, the Falcons, and uh, Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Well, let's go back up to this list. Let's talk about our player that's listed on here, and that's Darnell Mooney. While he's only been targeted twice, while people had huge expectations, rightfully so, for him to have a big impact in this season, the fact that 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 chemistry that he built with Justin Fields has not come to fruition quite yet. We have not seen that on, on here so far. I'm sorry, he's only had two uh, catches uh, for four yards, but he's been targeted five times. But with that being said, Darnell Mooney was primed and in, in stepping into being the number one wide receiver for the first time in his career, having the most chemistry with Justin Fields in, of this whole wide receiver core, having a great offseason in which him and Justin Fields have worked together throughout the offseason, having a, ha having a great training camp. But when you look at the impact that Darnell Mooney has has yet to have at this point in time. Are we blaming that on Darnell Mooney? That's the question that I want to present here. Is the issues that we're seeing, is it because of Darnell Mooney? I, for one, don't think so. You, got, you have to give a wide receiver a chance to make big plays. You have to give a wide receiver a chance to go out there and do some things. This Bears offense has been sorely there lacking um, overall in this, in this season so far. So the way that I look at it, I... I you know, I understand why they have why they have him on the list. You had to consider how the Bears played in the offense. You had to list a Bear somewhere on this list. I would think it's fair to do that. It's definitely not David Montgomery. The offensive line has been better than I think most people were giving them credit to even be at the beginning of the season. Justin Fields could have been one of the people you listed on this list. He has uh, for for the interceptions that he's thrown, everything so far, the lack of uh, attempts could have been Cole Komet. But when you come down to it. Darnell Mooney being the the uh, being a veteran now on this team, right or wrong, forever how the the roster construction is built. Looking at it, while I can understand him, I definitely understand him being listed here, right? I don't blame Darnell Mooney for the lack there of of production thus far. Now, if he had a ton of drops, if it seemed like Justin Fields was getting him or the offense was getting him in position and he just wasn't able to hold on to the ball, he wasn't able to get yards after the catch. If it was something like that, it would be more apt in my opinion. What I take this as is being more of a failure of the Chicago Bears passing offense overall, which we've beat already. I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here. We know that the passing offense needs some time to develop. Me, C-Dub, Bobby going live last night. We talked about it. You have to give this time, this offense, a chance, an ability to work into some chemistry, to go through growing pains, to go through failure at times, right? The lack of opportunities down the field, the lack of, of, of passing attempts that this team has had at times is not, hopefully it does not continue, it cannot continue, but 
I've been very vocal and I've been saying for the longest, it's going to take some time for this team, this offense specifically to come together. I said it may take up until week six. It may take longer than that looking at how things are going. But with that being said, we are heading into a game now against the Houston Texans that gives the Chicago Bears their, their uh, if they're going to get a bunch of passing attempts in this game, this is going in any game. This is going to be the one to do it. The Houston Texans passing offense is terrible. It's 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 terrible. So we have the opportunity in this game. If they don't take it, if the coaching staff does not take the opportunity to open up the playbook a little bit more in this game, I'm going to start getting fearful if it's ever going to happen in this season. I get it. You want to protect Justin Fields. You want to build his confidence. You you don't have. The big name wide receivers, but at the end of the day, when you're a one-dimensional football team, it's going to be easy to guard. That's going to make the work harder on the offensive line. It's going to make the work harder for David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert. It's going to make everything harder for this team. And that's not even counting in the future development development opportunities that are missed by not just taking it. If you're going to lose the game, lose the game, right? This isn't a season in which, you know, I fight the rebuild, right? Well, some people use rebuild as thinking it's a throwaway season. This has never been a throwaway season. This is a season to build some confidence, develop some people, take a look at what you have before, hopefully, and we'll see, Ryan Post goes out and drastically improves this team in next offseason. But with that being said, you can't even in that try to protect your quarterback, your wide receivers, whatever it is, too much because you're, you're, you're limiting the growth of the offense overall by doing it. This is the game where we need to see, and again, I'm not expecting it to be a high-scoring game. You have two teams here that aren't averaging very many points in their, their first two games of the season, so I'm not expecting it. I'm expecting the attempts. I'm expecting the opportunity. I'm expecting the chances. I'm expecting to give Justin Fields a time to go through pro progressions, development, things like that, to take a look, let the game go. Even if you face some adversity at for, uh, early on, if Justin Fields does happen to knock on wood to throw an interception early, make some adjustments, but still allow him that time and that opportunity to grow. That's what I'm hoping for. So seeing Darnell Mooney listed on here of the most disappointing players so far, only two weeks into the season, it sucks, but I can understand it. I can understand that. And then this is not, again, this is not against him. This is not his fault. I'm not laying this on him just underperforming. There's a lot of things going on with the team. Some of it is Justin Fields, right? Let's be clear here. Some of it is the coaching staff. Some of it may even could be thrown on the wide receivers, the offensive, whatever you want to do. But you have to learn to figure it out. You have to go. It's, crawl, it's called growing pains for a reason. It hurts like hell. And for this team to get to where they want to go to, it's going to have to hurt like hell. Do you guys remember Peyton Manning's rookie season? It's, it, and again, that's not to say that Justin Fields is going to have that type of career. We haven't seen enough from that yet. But it's going to take some time. It's going to, you're going to, you're, it's going to hurt. You're going to see some games where you're going to question what's going on. If you're going to wonder, hey, Justin, like, did you, did you, what were you looking at? Some of that's going to happen. But we need to see this team, like I said, in this game against the Houston Texans, Texans get more opportunities not necessarily just down the field either. I'm not saying go down the field every play. Let, let's get some curls. Let's get some slants. Let's get some, some the mid-passing game going. Let's let's do something. I don't expect a bunch of flea flickers. I don't expect a bunch of greatest show on turf type plays either. But give this team an opportunity to work themselves through figuring it the hell out early in this season. Now, with that being said, we know we face the Houston Texans. This is a team that we can that we can very well beat. Is it going to be easy? We'll see. It could be. Like, the Houston Texans' pass defense is not great. The rushing defense has been okay. It hasn't been, it hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't been great either. They do have the potential to, and we do have two players on there. You know what? Let's go ahead and start that. Of players that we need to watch out for to make sure they don't have big games against the Chicago Bears are going to be their defensive ends. Greener and Hughes. 
Jonathan Greenard and Jerry Hughes, you cannot let these players get off on us this this game. You can't do it. You can't do it. Greenard, who's having possibly, possibly a breakout season, he has five tackles, three for a loss, one sack already, already. And while Hughes is a veteran in this league, 12 years in the NFL, again, two sacks already from him and an interception in week one. They are going to try to give us fits in this game, both in the running game and the passing game. You have to keep those defensive ends away from our quarterback. This offensive line has to play great against them and play solid. Are they going to get to Justin a couple times? Yeah. Are they going to get some QB hits? Absolutely. Are they going to get a, a sack or so? More than likely. But step up. Make the big plays when you need. Make the protection plays when you have to. Again, that's what I want to see from that. Another player on this Houston Texas team that you don't want to see have a big game is Brandon Cooks. You don't want to see Brandon Cooks have a big game. So if this, again, and they are going to target Kyler Gordon often. Do not be surprised. Do not be surprised. They're going to target him because he's been struggling. He's a rookie. And Cooks is going to be that primary receiver to go up against him unless they try to do some things. Listen. Kyler Gordon, as much as we talked about growing pains and having to fight through it, go through that adversity, go through the times where it sucks, this is a game where it's going to suck for Kyler Gordon. Be clear here. This game is going to suck for Kyler Gordon unless our defensive line completely throws the Houston Texas passing game off kilter. But that is a player that you do not want to get off against the Chicago Bears, and they have an avenue to do so targeting Kyler Gordon early. Now, the Chicago Bears rushing defense has not been great. And so another player that you want to look out for to not have a big game against the Chicago Bears is Damian Pierce. Come on now. You, you, listen, in week two, he, had, he went for 15 carries, 69 yards, doing better than he did in week one, but you don't want to. This team's been struggling against runs, much like I, I said in this game, that we can use their struggles in the passing game to try to get our passing offense in order. You do not want to see Damian Pierce get off and get in some rhythm using the Chicago Bears' lack of, ru of rushing defense to let him get going. Because if he does get going, he can cook. And that's not something that we want to see. The last player in this that I don't want to see have a big game against the Chicago Bears is simply David Mills. Because listen, second-year quarterback coming up against Justin Fields, if Justin Fields, if we happen to do lose this game and it's because that David Mills had a, a big game, be, compared for a, be prepared for a, a rough week of comparisons between him and Justin Fields. We all know Justin Fields is the better quarterback. I don't think anybody questions that too much. But you don't want to allow David Mills to have a huge game against the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields struggle. You don't want to do that. And if that does happen, like I said, at home no less, it's going to be a rough week in the media for Justin Fields. This is a player that we don't want to let get off. We don't want to let him have a ton of success. We don't want to let him kill us. Again, not the best quarterback in the world, not by any stretch of the imagination. And our pass defense has done pretty soft. But we need to hit. One of our benefits of this team that we have is hitting the quarterback, getting to the quarterback, causing pressure, um, getting sacks, getting QB hits. We want to do that. We want to make this day a living hell for David Mills. Period. Period. And then on the other side of that, I guess as well, if we're talking about making comparisons, cornerback uh, Derek Stingley Jr., you don't want to allow him to have a, a big game either because, hey, rookie, is he performing better than Kyler Gordon? I guess we'll see. But hopefully, when we're talking about that passing offense, that we target him early on and we find success. If he is the one guarding Darnell Mooney, if we can get Darnell Mooney on him um, and, and to expose that, use that, uh, take advantage of him being a rookie, let's do it. But that's my list. That's my episode for today. Let me know what you guys think. We do have a voicemail today. So before we get going, you know, Fridays are voicemail episode days. We don't get a lot of them. Make sure you guys get your voicemails in. We want you to be a part of the show, so get them in. But we do have this one that we're going to go ahead and play now. I just got to tell you, Hayes, I love the way you see Dove and Buck, Bobby 
Keep it light. I'm an old school Bears fan. I've been in Chicago since 1969, and I love and breathe the Chicago Bears. I have faith in what's going to happen, and I believe that in the process of becoming great. I not, might not be around to see it, but I know it's going to happen, and I just pray and pray to God that I am able to see it. Love you guys, man. Keep it going. Thank you. All right. So first off, thank you so much. Um, for being a supporter of the show, I'm going to go ahead and speak for Bobby and T-Dub when I say it means the world to us that you are enjoying the show, that, you know, you feel like it's a, it's the real Bears fans. That's what we wanted. When we sat down and decided to create this show, it's that we wanted to be the voice of the fans. We wanted to be that representative of Chicago Bears fans everywhere. So that means the world to me. Now, with you say that, that you believe that this team is going to become great. I absolutely do believe that as well. So far, I love everything that Ryan, let me not say that. I love most of what Ryan Poles has done and even some of the moves that I did not agree with. I started to see and understand his his thought process behind it. Matt Eberflus seems to really be trying to build a culture here and hopefully it's a winning culture at that. Right, You can have a great culture, but that doesn't mean it's going to translate to wins. Hopefully we see that translate into wins for the Chicago Bears as well. But you to say I, I, you, to say that you may not see it in your lifetime, brother, I hope that you do see it in your lifetime because you deserve to. Every Bears fan deserves to see this team get back to that glory area. We haven't won a Super Bowl the whole time I've been on this planet. We need to see. We've been to one, but we need to see and we hope to see that we're actually building something in this team. And one of the things about the NFL, the NFL is, is built better than some sports of going from the bottom to, to being a contender quicker than a lot of sports. Hopefully that holds true. Hopefully the Chicago Bears, this vision that Ryan Poles has, everything else, it comes to fruition for all of us that we get to see this sooner rather than later. But again, thank you for leaving your voicemail. I'm going to tell everybody how to leave those voicemails in as well. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we are on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail like you heard played on today's show, the number to do so is 773. 773- Two four two nine three three six. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Period. Point blank. If anybody got a problem with that, they can see me. Period. But other than that, I thank you guys so much. And like I liked in every episode on Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.